If you could invest with other people's money, would you? In other words, instead of accepting all of the risk, you only took some of the risk and you had other people's money doing a lot, if not all, of the heavy lifting. Now that's worth thinking about. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Bites on Connecting Dots. And make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. The degree to which financial risk exists should generally be in relationship to the degree of potential gain. A company that has a low probability of risk often sits back and rests on its past achievements. Sometimes companies, like people, are doing so well that they go off on ventures that turn out to be complete disasters. Then, in a desire to redeem themselves, they go off again with similar results. When one has been successful in one activity, there is often the expectation that the next activity will also be successful. Why? Because of the delusional mindset, propaganda from the positive mental attitude spin masters. While I believe in positive mental attitude and talk often about the importance of the positive over the negative, comes a time when you have to say that there are obvious limitations to the grand old phrase, what the mind can conceive it can achieve. There is no such thing as perpetual prosperity. Everyone will experience the ups and downs that is simply a fact of life. Getting up after going down isn't easy, but it's required in life. Take the ownership of stock. When you own ordinary stock, what is commonly called common stock, you own a piece of a publicly traded company. If the company makes a profit and declares a dividend, you're getting some of the money back that you invested. Now, you'll often have a choice of taking cash or reinvesting in additional shares. But let's not get into the weeds and off the point. Here's the thing. To get a dividend as a common shareholder, the preferred stock shareholders have to be paid first. Preferred stock is a class of stock which has special features not associated with common stock. For example, the preferred stockholder may have something called cumulative preferred dividend status. Cumulative Preferred Dividend Status. Now, what does Cumulative Preferred Dividend Status mean? I'm glad you asked. Well, it works like this. The preferred stockholders are due a dividend, let's say 3%. Now, for those who know this stuff, understand that most investors or those who want to invest don't know this. So I'm keeping it really simple. So let's continue. If the company doesn't pay a dividend this year and then pays one next year, the common stockholders, they have to wait until the preferred stockholder is paid for the last year's dividend before they get theirs. For the common stockholders who think that growth of a company will never end or the preferred stockholder who thinks that dividends will never end, well, they will. Why? Because there's no such thing as perpetual prosperity. I started off by saying that if you could invest with other people's money, would you? Well, you are, in essence, doing that when you invest in a publicly traded company. How so? Because there are a lot of people who pull together a lot of money to create leverage. Some have put a lot more than you or I. And with those large amounts from others, there's leverage that neither you or I needed to create. With leverage, you have flexibility, power, and opportunity. If you had to do this on your own, it would take a lot of time, money, and effort. And then, we must all realize that Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Uber, Whole Foods, and Lockheed, for example, these companies are the result of lots of time, money, and effort. 
At Fixed Cost Financial, our clients benefit from the time, money, and effort we have put into creating a true fiduciary-based investment advisor. It doesn't get any better than the way we did it. By keeping it simple with direct indexing, sector direct indexing, and eliminating per-trade commissions with trade windows, well, our clients, which could include you, benefit from the leverage that comes from cooperative and focused time, money, and effort of many or the guardians of wealth, a burden that most would rather not be saddled with. If you could invest with other people's money, would you? Well, accepting all of the risk is like buying a house for cash and not insuring it. Would you do that? Now that's a risk and potential burden worth thinking about. That does it for me today. Thanks for joining. I'm Paul Truesdell with Fixed Cost Financial. If you have a common idea, tip, trick, or just want to opine, call me at 888-629-7864. Now, you can find us on Twitter at Fixed Cost Invest or Facebook at Fixed Cost Investing. Our website has additional features and is found at FixedCostInvesting.com or simply go and use DOTS, D-O-T-S dot com. And so with today's episode, we've listed a few ways to reduce risk in your portfolio. Now, to subscribe to Connecting Dots, well, do that work. Ever you listen to your audio, and I'll be back tomorrow with another bite sized mites on connecting dots. All rights reserved. Reproduction, retransmission, or use in any form, prohibited without written authorization. 